the terminology was interchangeable. Some called it dinner on the grounds. Some referred to it as a potluck. Now, there were many of us that actually preferred potluck because it kind of implied gambling and it felt like we had more people when we referred to it as potluck. And the idea was, of course, you didn't know exactly who was going to bring what, but it was a dinner on the grounds outside after a worship service on the church grounds. But really, it wasn't potluck at all because we all knew exactly who was going to bring what. Wanda Albritton was going to bring beanie weenies, which were baked beans with little pieces of hot dog chalked up, chopped up in there with mustard and ketchup in the baked beans and strips of bacon on the top. Dolores Cooley, we knew, was going to bring chili and cheese grits. And the cheese grits, now you put the chili over the top of the cheese grits, and the cheese grits had this strange spice that we at Signal Mountain Baptist Church were unfamiliar with. It was called garlic. (laughs) And people would go, what is that great flavor? Garlic, what in the world? Uh, Grits with sharp cheese and garlic and chili over the top. Oh, my goodness. And then there'd be a side of cornbread. And then there was a group of specialists who had different kinds of fruit salads, which were fancy things with red jello and fruit cocktail and then Cool Whip over the top. Now, it was always just fun to eat and eat and eat. But there also was this cluster of guys over on the side, men in our church, who would sit around a bunch of ice cream churns. And they would churn ice cream. And it was at this point in 1975 when Lamar Sitton and Bruce Bry and some other men in our church had a bunch of Oreo cookies and they were churning some vanilla ice cream. And they said, you know, really like Oreo cookies, really like vanilla. What would it be like if we crumbled up Oreos into and mixed it up in the vanilla ice cream. We at Signal Mountain Baptist Church invented (laughs) Oreo ice cream in the summer of 1975. Now, if you look this up on the internet, and I encourage you to do so, it says that Oreo ice cream, now called cookies and cream, was invented in 1979 at South Dakota State University. We have filed suit. (laughs) Dinner on the grounds, potluck. From our scripture today, it is clear that potlucks had not yet been invented. Because if you listen carefully, Martha is hosting and you may have noticed in the reading, it's very important that the wording is taken seriously. It was Martha's home. Very unusual. In fact, highly unique to that time and place. Martha owned her home. And Jesus, probably with a whole bunch of people following him, showed up at her house. Now, 
often you've heard sermons and Bible studies sort of lamenting the fact that, oh, Martha, she just, she just was all nervous and worked up. Well, who wouldn't be nervous and worked up if Jesus was coming to your house? Martha is completely legitimate in her concern and her anxieties because there wasn't, it seems, a bunch of folks helping out to make sure everybody had what they needed to eat and to feel like hospitality was a part of their experience. The scripture describes her as being anxious or distracted by many things. Now, it's important also to notice that Jesus doesn't condemn her for working hard. In fact, this scripture comes just after our scripture from last week, which, if you'll remember, it was the parable of the Good Samaritan. And the way that story ends is Jesus goes back to the guy that originally asked the question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus gets him to answer the question in part, and then Jesus tells a story when the guy persists in asking the question, well, who exactly is my neighbor? Jesus tells the story of the Good Samaritan, concludes with the Samaritan being the hero of the story, and then refers back to the man that asked the question originally and says, who in this story was the neighbor? And the man reluctantly says, well, the one who showed compassion. And Jesus says, go and do likewise. So we know that Jesus expects us to be at work, to be using our hands and our our physical selves to be doing things for the kingdom. Part of discipleship is caring for other people, showing compassion, living out concern and feeling empathy and having mercy and being at work. Go and do. Now, in this story that literally follows right after those words where Jesus says, go and do likewise, Martha is going and doing and working. She's showing hospitality. She's opening up her home to a bunch of people. But she's worried and distracted by many things. It turns out she's not condemned. It's just a commentary on her state of mind at this moment. But the hero of this story, following on the hero of the previous story, the Samaritan, now the hero is Martha's sister, Mary, who it says very clearly is sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening. So it's natural for us to ask the question, well, in one verse, Jesus says, go and do, In the very next verse, the next story, Jesus says, sit and listen. Which is it? Go and do, be busy, work for the kingdom, or sit and listen. The word discipleship is one we've talked about before, and it's fascinating because the word literally means, it comes from the word discipline, but it literally means learner. Following Jesus, being disciples, it means learning, which requires, of course, sitting and listening so that we are prepared to go and do. 
Now, I can imagine Jesus, when interacting with Martha, not condemning her, but I see a twinkle in the eye, a gentle smile. Martha, you're worried and distracted with many things. You know, I got these guys with me, Jesus. It's not in the scripture, but I imagine Jesus saying this. I got these guys with me. They're a bunch of knuckleheads. They really need something to do. You don't happen to have a bunch of ice cream churns around, do you? Let's sit and listen, and let's go and do. And while you're sitting and listening, maybe have a little Oreo ice cream from Signal Mountain, Tennessee, lawsuit pending, so that we have the strength and the wisdom and the compassion to go and do. May it be so in the beautiful name of Jesus. Amen.